Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 29. This podcast is brought to you by my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. When you're ready to heal, embody, and empower through everyday self-care practices, body, mind, and soul. Today, we dive into Taurus season and all the humaning, sewing, constructive, dedicated, loving effort it offers us April 20th to May 21st, 2023. And my loves, we have a slight shift in today's episode. I like to try things from time to time. Y'all know that. And you'll tell me if it resonates or not. Our tarot forecast in this season will have its very own episode. Now, before you like, or like, that's all I turn this on to listen for. Hang in there. I want to play with the shorter format for all of this information. I do teach to the long game and to the big picture, and sometimes consuming all of that information at the same time might feel overwhelming or like just too much to process. So perhaps um, these shorter formats are going to be easier to access and to utilize and to share particularly if you are going back to revisit the readings multiple times throughout the season. So today is all about the Taurian energies and themes offered to us, as well as how it's going to connect with our physical vessel, how we can implement self-care tactics and techniques um, in order to work with it, to harness it, to focus it and funnel it, and not be capsized by it or drugged by it, okay? So, a little different today. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't. We'll find out. (laughs) So, Taurus season is a personal favorite of mine. Why? Because I'm a Taurus sun. The day I took my first breath in this incarnation happened in this zodiacal season. And my youngest is a Taurus moon. So together we snuggle up and make a new moon energetically. I literally live in and with this energy Urda. And I get really excited to explore and share it from an experiential place. So extra shout out to all of my Taurus natives, sun rising and moon in some aspect welcome home. And because I'm so in the ethers and the liminal spaces, sometimes I really do have a challenging time with like, oh, today is Thursday. 
you know, it's this month on what timeline. It's hard to keep track of as a content creator as well, because you're creating content before it's published and sometimes really far in advance. And then as a psychic and an astrologer, it just adds a couple more layers of confusion in there. So we haven't officially celebrated the Magic Sparks first birthday. She's a year old as of March 23rd, 2023. So props where they are due. Thank you, dear listeners, for being in process and conversation with me, with yourself, with the cosmic expanse and magic and the unknown for an entire 365-day twirl around the sun. Let's see where the next rotation takes us. So, happy solar return to my podcast, baby. She's an Aries sun, Capricorn rising, and Sag moon. And hysterically enough, she has less fire placements in her chart than anything. She was launched at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in Brooklyn, New York, March 2022, with the stellium in Aquarius and a stellium in Pisces. I'd say that all tracks. (laughs) I can't wait to see how she grows. And thank you for supporting, loving, and nurturing her. It truly does take a village. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. For my forecast episodes, you may feel called to listen more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle or midway through. If you're having a really rough time in a particular zodiacal season, or you know that you have a rough time in certain seasons in general, like you're like, what is happening this year in this season, right? You're going to want to check back. And if you're like, I clock it every year during Pisces season is a little rough and ready. And I'd like to recruit more support. So if it's just this once, or if you know, it's pretty consistent, listen again at the end of the cycle, listening multiple times to a forecast as powerful as you discover how my particular channeled messages actually play out in your particular life. It also helps our energies sync and aids in your ability to synthesize and integrate this guidance for clarity, growth, and balance. I truly offer these forecasts to support your unfoldment, empowerment, and healing in the world. This really is a collaborative process. I want you integrating this information and really living with it, right? I offer this podcast to support the fullest expression of your authenticity in this lifetime. And I am committed to the nuanced work of deconstructing the internalized patriarchy that sneaks up on all of us because we have been raised and we are living in a toxic, masculinity, racist, patriarchal society. That don't mean it all bad. It just means there's work to do here and I'm committed to it. So have faith that all the small things really do add up to cultivate shift and change, both internally and externally. The tiny is mighty for shift in this lifetime. If we are open to the healing and the shift, it will come. Please hear, please know, please remember 
that slow still gets to the destination. The words we speak, the actions we take, the work we listen to, read, create, and circulate, the relationships we keep, the jobs we leave, it all matters. I can't wait to hear what your magic spark is in this episode. Simply slide into my DMs on Instagram or private message, or you could post on Facebook at Unicorn Wellness Studio to share with me. I love to hold space for you. For those listening not in the Northern Hemisphere, the seasons, like the weather, (laughs) they may be different, um, but the energies of the astrology, the zodiacal season, and channeled guidance, they're all the same. Take what resonates and leave the rest. This messaging is for everyone listening. In the Northern Hemisphere, we are officially in spring. In general, the seeds we planted last cycle, Aries season, or maybe a little bit before, some of us planted some things in Pisces, they might be showing signs of sprouting. And if not, that's okay. Remember that when a seed bus open, when it starts to begin its life cycle, it actually pops open and roots down before we start to get the wiggle and the expansion and the unfoldment up and out. Did you start new things last cycle? Did you plant some seeds that you wish to grow? Did you take any action Did you initiate or launch something? Anything. And please remember, this can be a new perspective, a new way of navigating your inner dialogue, emotions, connections with self or others. Aries is the I am of the wheel, initiating a deeper understanding of who we are. And this is major. Also, know here for the first time, remember that Aries energy begins the wheel. It Things don't come to fruition here. It begins and has the courage to continue. Now, here we are sliding into Taurus. Taurus is the epitome of tending and sowing the fields, is slow. So remember my mention of slow still gets to the destination? We're talking Taurus here, okay? It's plodding. And let's be honest, Taurus is kind of boring work. Aries energy has a tendency to feel like exciting. Anything's possible. I just had this idea. Let's just go do it, right? And then here comes Taurus. And Taurus says, yeah, that was great. Is this sustainable? Like, have you fed it? Did you water it? Because it's kind of a thing to keep something alive and to get it to grow. This season, Taurus season, is truly a time of rinse, wash, and repeat. Or old school, time to make the donuts. This is another doing phase. This is a practice cycle. Okay? Success is about finding what works, then being able to repeat it with a higher average of consistency. 
I feel like some of y'all may want to hear that again. Success is about finding what works in any given situation, whether it's for yourself, for your personal development, for a business, for a partnership, and then being able to repeat it with a higher average of consistency. So remember, if you're looking at a little diagram, like no one's life, there are no businesses that are just simply, they start in the bottom left corner of the graph and just make a diagonal up. Like that's just not reality. And yet when things are successful, they will inch and wiggle back up, right? Even after they've dipped down, they wiggle along towards the lower level and then they pop back up, right? So success is about being able to repeat with simply a higher average, more days than not, right? So this season calls us to just do the things, particularly the boring, basic, human, stuck stuff. Check the box. Check the fucking box on that to-do list. Loyally, consistently, just get her done. This is what brings the things. We started to a point of busting through. Growth is here. It might be slow and we may not see it yet, but this is how it happens. In Pisces season, we were releasing, cleansing, and clearing. We were also guided to plot and plan. Aries season said, take the plotting and the planning and begin. Do something. Take action on the plan even if it's small, subtle, or internal. And Taurus, here comes Taurus and says, keep going, keep it boring, repeat, repeat, repeat. This is what it takes to grow a crop to harvest. It says no one wants to do the boring stuff, but the boring stuff is actually what cultivates results. So this comes up so often. We're talking entrepreneurs and content creators. And I know this audience may not be full of those, but we got some of y'all in here and I think we can all relate. Like, Why do some businesses really last? And as someone who's got a business that's lasted 10 years online, <laughs> right? you're like, ooh, how does that happen? Well, you just keep showing up. And it's so boring. It's like as a parent, you keep telling your kids and then you read the memes and it's like, you know, 90% is just showing up. It's really true. As humans, we get distracted. Shit gets boring. Nobody wants to do the boring stuff. Nobody's clapping. Nobody's handing accolades. Like it gets not fun real fast. But if you can just keep showing up at a pace and a tempo that you can sustain and maintain... A lot of successes will simply come or you'll get real close to them, closer than you thought you could by simply remaining consistent, okay? So this cycle asks for the phrase tiny and mighty that I reference a lot. There's nothing more Torian than this phrase. We get to the basics of how you achieve or manifest anything, right? is how you achieve or manifest everything. 
So when we're talking unicorn wellness studio, y'all know I've, I've said tiny and mighty, like just show up at the mat. You're not going to be Pilates masters right off the bat. You haven't had the practice or the experience. So show up to any workout, right? And just simply do what you can. There's no need to push. There's no need to get crazy about it. You certainly don't need to shame or judge yourself. This may be the first time you've done stuff. Do what you can do. Try to leave the emotional baggage leave and just come back and do what you can do again. Right? So again, how you achieve and manifest anything is actually how you achieve and manifest everything in small steps, repeated and layered over time till their muscle memory and the outcome you can count on more times than not. So this comes up in coaching and magical mentoring all the time we have these assumptions of ourselves that we should be able to do something because we've seen someone else do it do you have experience and expertise have you tried have you practiced like how many times have you repeated this thing and often the story is like uh not i have not i have not repeated those things this is the first time i'm trying i just don't know why it's hard well, yeah, which makes it awesome that this other person has practiced and achieved, right? You too can do these things when you focus and repeat. That's all. Everyone's capable of learning and expanding. But when we set that bar of like, I should be able to do it out of the gate. Why? How big is your ego? <laughs> like, why should we? Let's all go. Actually, I'm kind of terrible at it. I feel wonky. I'm really shitty at it. It feels uncomfortable because I'm not good at it. Okay. Well, this points to, actually, it would mean a lot to me if I was good at this, but that's going to take time and repetition and practice, right? Success in anything is about consistency and practice. And just another way to say that is repetition. And yes, you can be successful at outcomes you don't want also simply because you have repeated and mastered the repetition, the, that result, right? Those results in a particular way. So be mindful as to what you're repeating and what you're practicing. When we want a different outcome, we need to shift the repetition and the habits and the tactics. Coolest part about being human? We are ridiculously mutable. We are capable of change. Our vessels, our bodies are a beautiful example of this. We can get injured. We are an open system. We can get sick and we can heal. When we tend to our vessel in care, bolstering, nurturing, and respect, it responds in kind. And when we recruit support, we do better. When we explore what works for us individually and commit to our unique set of parameters and requests that this incarnation offers us, we are truly in co-creatorship and living in all its wild offerings and possibilities. Why reference the body? Well, one, it's some of the work that I hold space for. <laughs> Holistic body, mind, and soul revolution. And two, Taurus is the most human of the zodiac wheel. 
And what makes us human is our vessel, our body. Our soul is the magic. So this season will always call us to lean deeper into the care and co-creatorship of our physical vessel so that our soul can expand and shine. But one of the reasons I've always loved body work and movement is because your body doesn't ever learn something that your emotions and your frequency and your soul doesn't grow from. It's so interconnected, right? And when we learn something physically, it's such this beautiful metaphor for how we can do something metaphysically, intellectually. Again, the way you succeed or achieve anything is really the way you succeed and achieve everything right? The patterns, the repetition, the frustrations, the letting it go, trying to release expectations, but having a goal, not just a goal that's willy-nilly or gigantic, big, fat, hairy goals. This is about what is realistic, what is sustainable, what is maintainable, what can I actually achieve within the life setup I have right now in this moment. We leave the opportunity open for change, but maybe all the things I want, I can't actually work towards right now simply because of setup, okay? That's real, we do both practical and magical around here, right? But that doesn't mean we just scrap the whole thing. How can I just take that one step closer to it now without it getting weird, without it being like sandbagged with all the emotions and perfectionism? How can I just move towards it as if there were pavers in your backyard, right? How can I just step to the next one? Taurus teaches and shows us the benefit of just stepping to the next one. So the sun sits in Taurus, okay? April 20th through May 21st, 2023. Taurus is the bull of the chart. But as I said, it's also the most human. It wants to know how something actually hits the concrete. It says, show me how that makes a difference, right? How does this benefit me? <laughs> Let's be honest. Taurus says, can I eat it? Can I touch it? Can I taste it? Can I wear it? Can I smell it? Right? Taurus gets pegged as the materialist of the chart. And it's intrinsically connected to finances and resources. So, you know, that big old bull outside the New York Stock Exchange is a Taurus, y'all. We can talk about that later. Um, but actually, Taurus is the sensualist of the chart, ruled by Venus. Hey, girl, Aphrodite. Taurus truly gets what it means to be human in a 3D skin suit. That a balance of work and rest, pleasure, is very much the point of this Earth School. It knows financial resources provide food, water, and shelter that are necessary. It also allows us to explore what if what is necessary was also really pleasurable? So Taurus sun here, raising my hand that you can't see. Taurus wants cozy fabrics, like uber soft cotton, satin, velvet. And food is its love language. And yes, Taurus does sometimes think it can buy its way to happiness or a solution. It's just the way we're wired. And sometimes 
we can. <laughs> so whether it's with, you know, this idea of we're going to solve it, Taurus wants to make it pleasurable. Taurus is a work hard, rest hard mentality. It doesn't actually really play. So be clear with the words of pleasure and work and rest where Taurus is. It rests in order to enjoy. It wants to lay on a beach, go shopping, eat well, sleep heavy, or better yet, slowly walk and sit in a field, sniffing daisies, grazing, resting, enjoying the pleasures of doing nothing. Taurus has a deep need for sex, both for pleasure and grounding. So whether it's with a consensual partner or on your own, it's a wonderful idea to prioritize sexual pleasure in this season as well. In this cycle, lean into what is unique and pleasurable, specifically in a skin suit. There you will find Taurus. So be clear. Taurus can be highly hedonistic, right? It can be beautifully imbalanced. It can also be a workaholic. Um, Taurus is totally willing to put the effort in to get the reward, cash money, dollar bills, y'all, to then invest and spend as it wishes on a life it loves. So this does not have to signal frivolity or overspending. Taurus seeks and knows quality. It wants what it wants. It's totally willing to earn and pay for it. And don't you dare question them on where their resources go unless you're the one paying for something in time, money, or energy. Taurus can be very independent. They do tend to go it alone, right? Because it can, we're slow enough as it is, but we really are concerned with the quality of it. And we are also willing to put the time in. And so there's a dialogue happening that we won't fully go into um, in this episode, right? About D, demonizing perfectionism. Perfectionism actually allows us to see the nuance and the details and things and to make sure what you've created you're really proud of and can serve as best as possible. Now, there is definitely a wound of perfectionism, but we're talking about flipping the script a little bit and leaning into exaltation and reclaiming it. Taurus can be a real perfectionist as well. The interesting thing is, is they're not going to push others to be that perfectionist piece, they're not going to task others with it. They're just going to say, please get out of my way because I'm willing to do this. I know it's not important to you and that's okay, but it is important to me. So I need us to slow down and I really want to check that these things all, you know, look and feel and taste the way I'd like them to, because what I'm presenting for people, whatever it is, I want it to be pleasurable. I want them to enjoy it. Can we see how Taurus would make an awesome party planner? <laughs> okay. So Taurus is independent energy. They tend to go it alone. And it can actually have some of the reclamation of perfectionism in it. That when they get cranky and are like, just stop arguing with me. Yes, it does need to be this way because I want it this way. Because I, I know that people are going to enjoy it better this way. So just 
please stop slowing me down. And I'm okay. I planned for this extra time. Just move out of the way. Okay. Taurus finds pleasure in a job well done. Effort bringing fruition can feel really good. The Taurus mantra is I have. Okay. So remember, can I touch it? Can I taste it? Can I smell it? And can I eat it? How does this idea concept hit the concrete? What's it going to do for me or for us? It's not always self-centric. Okay. Taurus is a fixed earth sign, stable, strong, and typically inherently grounded. Okay. With a strength that is deep and often formidable. And sometimes not seen. I don't want to say that people look past the strength of it, but Taurus is also very loving. And Taurus has a long fuse. So they have boundaries, but they will let people cross it multiple times because there's also this loving touch of a teacher in there that says, it's okay. They didn't hear me. That's okay. That doesn't really bother me. Until it gets to like, oh, I don't know, the fifth or the tenth time. And then Taurus is like, steam coming out of the nose and the horns come down or like, I have told you this was my boundary. And you've just tromped past it too many times. So it can be mistaken as like this softness, this very nurturing, um, very bolstering energy. And it is, but is also quite fierce at times. Taurus can generate big and manifest really big when in balance, willing to meet the universe more than halfway, knowing that at their core, they are worthy. They're clear about their wants, their desires, and their needs with heartfelt love frequency for their things with the way things show up in the world, what they want and have. Everyone thinks, okay, not everyone, that's a broad too broad of a stroke here. But typically I find that when we move into spirituality, when we move into magic and woo woo, we start talking about manifestation. People think it's all about high vibes that cultivate manifestations. And I said it like that on purpose. And yes, I'm mocking it, but it's really more than a couple of things, right? It's high vibration connected to grounding. Okay. So high vibration alone will not manifest for you. It has to be grounded and stable. Otherwise it's just chaotic and flaky. If there is no grounding, there is nowhere for the magic to take root in this three-dimensional life. Grounding is truly where the magic is. And this season is prime for it because Taurus knows grounding above all else. Okay. In balance, Taurus is lovingly loyal for a lifetime. They are the earth parent energy that can and will hold anyone. It's sturdy, it's stable, it's realistic, it's calm, and it's genuinely a problem solver. Like, how can we fix this through practicality? So there is an element of the Taurus energy that's very non-emotional. It's like, it's really the energy you want in a crisis, right? It says, everybody stop freaking the fuck out because it's not going to help us. It's just going to make it worse. What is the issue? What needs to be solved? What resources do we have? What do we need to recruit? Let's go. These are some serious kitchen witches, herbal teas, healing through food, 
Taurus is strong and clear with words, actions, and boundaries. Now, all that to say is, like I said, it's got a long fuse. They'll know their boundaries. They won't always state them so clearly. And Taurus, again, wants people to be their own person and will let the boundaries kind of wiggly, but like once it gets to a point, it's like, oh, hell no, we're done. Because I let you do this a million times and then I constructively correct it and we're still in a mess here. So Taurus is fierce. Um, Taurus dishes out harsh truth and tough love like no other. So again, there is this bit of an non-emotional or what can seem like emotionless or cold because they're trying to get to truth and they're just trying to take care of things. How do we fix it? How do we solve it? How do we move through it? It can work its ass off for incredibly long periods of time to get where it needs to go. Taurus' stubbornness and exaltation shows up as the capacity to stick with something, to keep trying for really long periods of time. What is pegged as obstinance can also be commitment and longevity. Taurus tends to be a slow learner and a late bloomer, but the time it takes Taurus energy to understand something, because it took us a really long time, it actually cultivates mastery along the way. And mastery is considered anything you've practiced right, or done in repetition for 10 years or more. So once Taurus gets it, it really knows it and can truly cultivate expertise, mastery, and again, manifestation. This is like slow and steady wins the race. Serious foundational energy here. In imbalance, Taurus can skew towards being a label whore and in general, a bit of too muchness. It has a real hedonistic streak when out of balance. The couch potato, the overspending, the, you know, YOLO, treat yourself moment of overindulging in all the things, particularly food or shopping. Okay, so again, food and presence are Taurus's love language. And in imbalance, it can try to cover up or fill the space with these things instead of what it's really seeking satiation and support through. So in imbalance, it can also stick with a career or a partner way longer than it's healthy because hashtag the devil you know, right? That loyalty can sometimes get in the way of progress and have stagnation and stuckness. So the obstinance is real in both constructive and non-constructive ways. That ultimate Taurus imbalance shows in its stubbornness to be right and our anger. So again, the bullfight. <laughs> but you continually poke or taunt a Taurus you will absolutely get the horns and danger is coming. Be clear, you will never convince a Taurus native of anything. And the more you push a Taurus, the more you try to hurry, the harder it resists. Eventually, we'll just sit down. Ever try to move a bull? Not happening. It can outweigh anyone. And honestly, it cultivates a little bit of sadistic joy in us <laughs> to flex our capacity to do so. In imbalance, I mean, we're talking imbalances, a shadow and shade, people. I'm throwing it all at myself. Taurus can be plain old lazy. Mm -hmm. 
outside what I've done. Everything can feel like so much work. This signals there hasn't been enough rest time. Okay. So Taurus needs an abundant work life balance. And that doesn't mean spending or having tons of money, but whatever brings them pleasure and rest must be consistently a part of the equation. Again, Taurus is fully willing to be able to work hard and then they need to enjoy at least a portion of what they've earned, provided, cultivated effort and pleasure. Taurus is the prime example of one of the teachings, right? If you're not tending to your vessel, you're not tending to your magic. So again, Taurus is the body. The body is the vessel. Our body is the home of our soul. Our body is heaven on earth. And when we tend to it with sacred practices that nourish and bolster, particularly the practical ones like movement and fuel and hydration and rest, it rewards us in every way, both seen and unseen. So getting into our body, getting embodied is a sacred act of connecting to our soul and therefore celebration of both our humanity and our divinity. In Taurus and in spring, energies, we are still burning off the hibernation and hermiting of winter in the Northern hemisphere. We're also trying to grow up and out of the impulsivity, the childishness and the beginnings of Aries season. This can really have a feeling of like the snow melted in the ground, right? And now it's just mud. So it can feel a little trudgy, right? We're being asked to take the courage of Aries and practice it daily. Again, Taurus energy can feel stagnant and stuck in the mud. Taurus is a fascinating balance. It's swinging from too much to too little. But in balance and harmony, oh, how it can manifest out of consistent effort and give a sweetness for just humaning. Taurus finds magic in the everyday. It's deeply connected to its home, its living space, and as an earth sign, nature and the outdoors. And Taurus might just have a really hard time leaving its home because it loves it so much. It's safe. It has all the foods and the snacks and the cozy things that we need and that we appreciate. So... It's this very much the, why would I go anywhere else? I've created a beautiful home and I love it. You know, the whole little meme of like telling a Taurus to go big or go home. Taurus is like, you do not have to tell me twice. I'm going home. It's a lovely place to be. All right. So in this Taurus season, it's a time of working hard and resting hard. And here's some ways that can help us on the practical self-care side. Get more sleep. Okay, yes, we said this in Pisces season two. Taurus and Pisces require the most 
rest out of the entire zodiac. So Taurus earnestly wants and needs sleep and naps. And we're talking nine to 10 hours a night. Now I know some of y'all are like, what? The human body requires seven to 10 hours of sleep. I'm not even going to argue this. Are some people wired differently? Sure. Are most? No. And typically in Western culture, we are all dehydrated, malnourished, and exhausted, not getting enough rest and sleep. So try to prioritize it in this cycle specifically, because you may feel really tired just because Taurus is like, I need a nap. Okay. So also lay in the grass and get grounded in mother nature. Now, again, this is Taurus. So it's very much about the earth and the grass and just laying on the hillside or in your yard or getting your feet into the dirt or the grass when and where you can. It's very, um, it's very grass related. Um, so hopefully there's no allergies that prevent you from that, but get in the dirt, get in grass. All right. Get some fresh flowers in your environment, blooming flowers. We want to see what comes to fruition in a full life cycle. Eat things you love. Yes. Out of hedonistic pleasure. What pleases your mouth? What pleases your taste buds? Do, because I'm also your wellness coach, be aware of going too far with that, right? Again, am I trying to please myself here? Am I trying to have a party and sweeten up life and get a treat when really I need to be looking at other areas of my life to get that sweetness, that pleasure, and that treat or that celebration or that escape, okay? Move your vessel, get on the mat. Try not to slip into couch potato cozies too often. Balance is key. Lean into the pleasure of a vessel that moves in any and all of its abilities. This is about pleasure, not punishment. I know this will strike a few sparks. Movement, workouts, wellness. They're not supposed to be about punishment. We've grown up in a culture that has subconsciously and consciously programmed us to think that it is fear, right? And that there's a right way. This has everything to do with cultural misogyny, but the goddess, our soul compass knows it's not. It's about celebration and pleasure in the skin suit. We get to move in weird and wonderful ways. We can be strong and supple. We can be flexible and fluid. We can be sturdy and empowered. We get to be all the things when we are in companionship with our vessel. It's a process to learn, but interestingly enough, Taurus season invites us there. Yes, it wants to work. It wants to plow the field. It wants to feel effort and just the right amount of stress. Well, that's what body movement is, right? A workout is stress on the vessel. The goal isn't to generate cortisol, freak us out, be in fear, try to jam ourselves into some conceptualized, like this shape of a vessel is better. That's all bullshit. But this season invites us to start to dismantle that internalized misogyny and patriarchy and begin to meet ourselves on the mat 
and go, hey, body, hey, leg, hey, toes. Thanks for getting me this far. I know that when we get to the mat, sometimes it's met with, oh, shit, I have not taken care of this vessel and I'm kind of mad with the way that it feels or what it can or can't do. But this is part of the process. I'm going to get to the mat. I'm going to honor this vessel. These portions of my body are very able and capable. And I want to utilize that. And I want to celebrate that. And I want to move it out of pleasure, not punishment. In this season, lean into your senses. Please, your mouth. Mm -hmm. Sensual pleasure, right? Please, your olfactory senses, right? Please, your ears. What are you hearing? What are you listening to? Again, what's fun about being human shoved in a skin suit? We know what's hard and challenging. And Taurus approaches those things and says, I'll get it done. I'll just get it done, right? But the season says, get it done and then lean into pleasure. Like, have you forgotten what music lights up your soul, right? Lean into the fabrics that feel cozy and safe, both in your clothing and in your home, right? Hand-knit things, organic cottons, silks. Taurus has a major treat yourself vibe, but it's also doesn't have to be expensive or luxury. Taurus just has to really like it and has to feel comfortable with it. There's a comfort that comes with Taurus and Taurus can be like, you know, very comfortable. That's what I like. I don't like other things. Don't try to convince me to like something else because I don't. Now you're just pissing me off because you're not listening to me. I already told you what I liked and what I wanted. And if, and when I get what I like and what I want, not in this nasty way, then I'm just delighted. Life is good, right? Doesn't have to be complicated. Just needs to be clear. This is also a time to change up the scents you wear or that you have around you in your home. You know, so if incense works for you, if diffusing essential oils, this can be florals, roses, jasmine. It's also about warming, cozy scents like amber and vanilla. Bring those in. Give them a whirl. Okay. We all have Taurus in our charts somewhere. We're all working with this energy in this season in similar yet different ways. And one of my favorite sayings gifted to me by a friend is that we're all in the same storm, but different boats, right? So for those of you who are sensitive to earth energy, it may feel like things are stuck, like things are heavy and mundane, right? Things are going so slow. Issues of budgets, triggers of the 1%, feeling like all you're doing is working all the time. You may need to plan your way into some fun rather than serendipity dropping it by. Um, if earth feels confining, try to remember that energy, electricity is nothing and potentially dangerous unless grounded. So Taurus energy grounds us to pull magic and energy into tangible fruition as something in the coming months, okay? So if you are feeling stuck, stagnant, indoors too much, get outside, take a long walk, go camping, you know, take a drive. Taurus simply doesn't give up and it can be wildly resilient and really good at resting. (laughs) 
not quitting and simply outlasting all other energies out of sheer endurance. So don't dismiss the stubborn moniker when harnessed. It's quite the superpower in a tech exhausted world that moves too quickly at times and assumes that because it wasn't a wild success out of the gate, it couldn't possibly be valuable for the long haul. So remember that Aries energy, the season we've just come out of says, do the thing. And Aries gets really excited because it's fire. It's like enthusiastic. And it's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. And we've all had that feeling of like, I have this idea and there's this thing I want to do. And it's really exciting in the beginning. And then you start have to doing the work to implement it. And you're like, oh, this part's kind of boring. Oh, this isn't fun. This is what I didn't want it. Oh, I didn't want it to be this. And yet if we can plod along with Taurus, right? Because we're taking a tour, we're taking a walk through the whole Zodiac wheel says, if you're just willing to stick with the energies at play and follow along, you're going to get there. It can come to fruition and completion. It's not going to be fun all the time. Taurus will be the first one to tell you that. It's not going to be fun. Getting things done can be fucking boring. Do you want the outcome? Are you committed to the quality? Do you want the celebration? Do you want the resource? Do you want the creation of when you're finished? You do need to stop and ask yourself those questions because if you don't want those things, then don't do the boring stuff, right? And don't put one step in front of the other and keep tracking after it. Earth is the element of resources, time, money, energy, body, mind, and soul. And all of these will be called in for inventory in this season. If one or many of these in your life need support, it is the season to try new things that last when you implement them now, okay, that won't be the case a few months down the road. <laughs> a few months down the road, we're going to need like a Hail Mary, like I hope this works. Spring is the season, but really, if you're not in the Northern Hemisphere, it's still Aries, Taurus, and Gemini to begin and start stuff, okay, that have the potential to make it for the long haul. Taurus rules our neck, our thyroid, our voice, our tonsils, our vocal cords and throat. Yeah, there's a lot of irony here for me as a Taurus son who is very trained <laughs> for singing, had a thyroidectomy, and struggled with losing my voice in a lot of the stages earlier in my life. So clearly there was a lot to balance and a lot to heal and a lot to learn here. This energy is inherently grounded and yet can get stuck in the mud. So stuck in the mud is stagnation and stagnation leads to disorder, dis-ease in the vessel. So Taurus energy needs warm herbal teas, a lot of hydration, right? And the teas that it drinks along with just straight up water and the electrolytes in order to absorb it with, uh, you know, herbal teas that keep things moving and keep things sunny. So like peppermint, it's got that effervescence, keeps things moving. It's brisk. Here we go. Ginger keeps things circulating and moving through. Cinnamon warms it up. It, it pushes, it, cinnamon adds speed, okay, to things and abundance that, to come to fruition. Blue Lotus, this is connected to Pisces, but again, Taurus requires a ton of hydration. So Blue Lotus is a beautiful tea to utilize in the season. And Calendula. Calendula is um, marigolds, right? They're bright yellow. It's like drinking a cup of sunshine. 
literally. So Taurus needs things that soothe and support the throat. And we'll find our imbalances in the season if we have growth work to do in the area of speaking our truth, stating what we want in terms of support and growth, and singing simply for the joy of it, but also because it'll raise your frequency vibration. <laughs> okay. Sore throats, laryngitis, right? Your throat center energy may need an upgrade, may get an upgrade. So these are on the table for this, this period of time. In our Taurus cycle, members of unicornwellnessstudio.com focus on strong movements at an even and thoughtful pace to prevent stagnation and in order to plow ahead. Taurus pulls from the earth to provide for the road ahead. And Taurus energy asks us to get real and it needs to stand strong, move at a thoughtful pace. Remember, we don't want to be pushed. Boot camp is not the place for Taurus energy. It's just going to fucking piss us off. It's going to brew cortisol energy, which is actually worse for our vessel in all the ways. So it needs to do things that are pleasurable in the movement patterns. This energy will also have us working with our foundations that root us for abundance. And this is lower body and pelvic bowl, right? So pelvic bowl and legs, anything earnestly from the hip points down. Remember, my dear members of Unicorn Wellness Studio, the, there's going to be this experience of deep hip work in this cycle also in order to lighten the emotional and energetic load for mobility forward. We don't want to let our old emotional wounds allow us to get stuck in the mud and nothing stagnates us like unhealed emotions. So our hips are emotional storage units of the vessel. So in the work this cycle, right? You'll see a lot of hip stuff. Some people go, yay, cool, great. Until you've really done hip work with me, because this is also where the somatic therapy comes in. You may get to the mat in the cycle and because it's focused in this hip work, you may just bust into tears and be like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, I don't want to go to the mat. I didn't come here to cry. We well, did come here to heal. You did come here to co-create with your vessel this is what it looks like. The body keeps the score. And when we do gentle work that like microdoses are magic and microdoses and layers, these small movements over time, then the vessel starts to trust us and go, I'm willing to release. So when we get to places, particularly with the hips, it can brew anger, can brew nausea, and it can brew spontaneous tears. Let it through, let it move through, let it move through. Hydrate, soothe with peppermint tea, peppermint essential oil, like cool it down afterwards, but don't resist it because this is where transformation takes place. It starts to actually leave the vessel. Okay. So I'm saying this because Taurus season, Taurus doesn't, Taurus is like, I don't have time to feel this right now. <laughs> I don't actually really want to feel it. Earth signs don't, don't always do so great with the feels, right? Um, now, depending on your chart, you're going to have different layers of those things. I'm Taurus on by friggin' feel everything because of that Pisces mode, right? But I still don't always like it. Sometimes it feels like, oh my God, this is so inefficient. I don't have time for this. Well, you're going to have to make time because this is where the magic is, okay? Members will also work with neck stretches and strengtheners, cat, cow, puppy, mountain pose, and our modified warrior series. So Taurus needs to keep moving, but in slow and steady, you know, one foot in front of the other, no sudden movements, nothing silly nothing trendy for a Taurus. Okay. 
So energetically, we always tend to all seven traditional energy centers. This cycle lends a little extra focus to the throat, okay? If you are feeling like cultivating Taurus energy as a superpower, you might consider a membership in my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com, where I teach movement practice that is in alignment with the current zodiac season and the lunar cycles. I know, it sounds like magic, because it is. Unicorn Wellness is grounded in 30-minute Pilates-based workouts. A 20-minute monthly energetic healing, you can use it as guided meditation. New and full moon tarot readings, new and full moon prompts to use for personal tarot readings or journaling if it resonates with you. Magic and astrology tutorials private community groups, plus access to me for support. Be clear, a membership with Unicorn Wellness Studio is not a quick fix. I teach to the long game. After all, I am a Taurus son. I teach the real work of healing in tiny steps layered over time. It's truly as much a brick and mortar studio experience that you're going to find online. It's a community made up of open-hearted spiritual seekers, witchy and woo-woo curious, and mystics since 2013. And if you're not tending to your vessel, you're really not tending to your magic, right? Activate your 30-day guest access with just an email address drop at the link below in the show notes. It's a super secret link. You'll have to get it in the show notes and there's no credit card required. Okay. And if you have questions about it, you just come ask me. And once you're in there, when you have questions, you just come ask me. Coolest thing about this membership is it is 10 years old. The foundation is the movement patterns and the workouts. But I continue to build out the library of resources in there. And the investment, the cost has never changed in 10 years. It's just gotten and gained more value on the inside. So if the astrology calls you, there's so much, like so many tutorials and I just keep adding more. <laughs> okay. So, um, unicorn wellness studio members, um, remember that you have a tutorial in your library in May. So it depends on when you listen to this in the astrology section, it's new. It's titled Zodiac basics, Taurus for even more Taurus info. Okay. Now remember you'll find our Taurus season tarot forecast and a little ditty about the Hierophant card connected to Taurus and the tarot in their very own episode tomorrow, if you're listening in real time or directly after this in episode 30. I hope the new format helps to process and utilize this work. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. 
Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that 